Ghana lifts key rate to 28% while Nigeria Central Bank extends a deadline for the expiration of Naira notes. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. The just-concluded Dakar to Food Summit, whose theme was Feed Africa, Food Sovereignty and Resilience, strategically mapped plans to unlock Africa's food-producing potential and also position the continent to become a bread basket to the world. The continent is home to a third of the world's 850 million people living with hunger. With removal of barriers to agriculture development, aided by new investments, Africa's agriculture output could increase by $280 billion per year to $1 trillion by 2030. The president, Africa Development Bank, Dr. Akinumi Adesina, makes a case for why Africa needs to be able to feed itself. It is time for Africa's sovereignty and resilience. While gains have been made in recent times with agricultural growth in several countries, the continent remains over-dependent on food imports. Africa currently imports over 100 million metric tons of food, valued at $75 billion annually. Today, over 283 million Africans go to bed hungry every day. This is not acceptable. No mother should ever have to struggle with the rumbling of the stomach of a hungry child. Africa can, and Africa must feed itself. With 65% of the uncultivated arable land left in the world being in Africa, what Africa does with agriculture will determine the future of food in the world. The recent disruptions of global food supplies have revealed again Africa's vulnerabilities. To mitigate the effects of the Russian-Ukraine war on food availability in Africa, as His Excellency President Makisar said in his, uh, uh, in, in his talk, in his speech, the African Development Bank immediately launched a $1.5 billion African, Africa Emergency Food Production Facility. The facility approved operations so fast, within 34 countries within eight weeks. The facility is now supporting 20 million farmers in Africa to produce 38 million metric tons of food worth $12 billion. But we do not work alone. Our efforts complement global initiatives from the G7, from Europe. I know that President Macron has a farm program and other and those of other development partners. Now we must move from short-term to long-term efforts to bolster food production in Africa, reduce malnutrition, and secure Africa's food supplies. It is time for Africa to feed Africa. Our nations are our mothers, for they carry us and support us to develop and advance in the world. The elders cannot watch this in the open marketplace of the world. Please help Africa to feed itself. For a well-fed nation is a more productive nation. A well-fed nation is a healthy nation. And only, and only, a food-secure continent can develop with pride. For there is no pride in begging for food. We must raise the bar 
we must raise our ambition. We must arise and say to ourselves, it is time to feed Africa. The timing is right and the moment is now. Feed Africa, we must. This can be done and achieved quickly too. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Nigeria's Central Bank extended a deadline for the expiration of high-denomination Naira notes to Feb 10th after long queues developed at banks and commercial activities almost came to a halt for lack of the new currency. Central Bank Governor Godwin Emifiele says the extension will give Nigerians that have Naira legitimately earned the opportunity to return them to banks. Africa's most populous nation started issuing redesigned 200, 500 and 1,000 Naira notes in mid-December to mop up excess cash sitting outside the banking system. The central bank said the currency swap has so far resulted in the mobilization of 1.9 trillion Naira, about $4.1 billion into the banking vaults. After Feb 10th deadline, Nigerians will have a seven-day grace period to return the older higher denominations directly to the central bank. Moody's Investor Services has warned that Nigeria's efforts to carry out urgent fiscal reforms will face social and institutional constraints even after a new president is elected next month. The comments came as the rating service downgraded Nigeria's long-term foreign debt rating to CAA1 from B3 with a stable outlook. The downgrade of Africa's largest economy is tied to the expectation that government's fiscal and debt position will continue to deteriorate. Moody adds that while the emergence of a new president after elections on February 25th could provide a new catalyst for economic reforms, implementation will likely remain lengthy amid marked social and institutional constraints. Nigeria's new government will also struggle to balance paying interest on the debt with social priorities like education and health care. According to Moody's, interest payments are also expected to rise to half of the general government revenue of the medium term from about 35% in 2022, while debt as a proportion of gross domestic product will rise to 45% from 34% in 2022 and 19% in 2019, according to Moody's assessment. The Bank of Ghana raised its benchmark monetary policy rate by 100 basis points to 28% during its January 2023 meeting, below market forecasts of 28.75%, bringing borrowing costs to the highest since at least the 2000s to try to tame soaring inflation and shore up its currency. The annual headline inflation rate is quadruple the 10% ceiling of the central bank's target range, having reached 54.1% in December of 2022. The economic growth slowed to 2.9% in the third quarter of 2022 from 47 in the prior three months and is likely to remain subdued due to the debt crisis and spending pressures. The steady currency has depreciated around 50% against the dollar last year as the country is facing multiple financial and economic challenges in its worst economic crisis in decades. Meanwhile, Ghana has secured a $3 billion bailout from the International Monetary Fund to help it restore macroeconomic stability. The Central Bank of Kenya kept its benchmark interest rate unchanged at 8.75% at its January 2023 meeting in line with market forecasts, saying the impact of further tightening of monetary policy in November 2022 to anchor inflationary pressures is still transmitting through the economy. At the same time, Kenya's inflation rate slowed for the second consecutive month to 9.1% in December, 2022 the lowest since August and compared to 9.5% in November. 
Meanwhile, the recently released GDP data for the third quarter of 2022 together with leading indicators show that Kenyan economy registered strong growth in 2022 estimated at 5.6%. The economy is expected to remain resilient in 2023, supported by the continued strong performance of the services sector and expected recovery in agriculture despite the global uncertainty. Thank you for always waking up with us from 700 cities and 112 countries. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at with Adon.